Welcome to Collecting Consciousness, a show dedicated to growing your mind and spirit. I'm your host, Samaha Yogini. I am an Easterner based in the West. I own a yogic center in Carver, Mass., and I am the founder of the Meta Foundation, first mastering my psyche in adolescence and later training with Siddhas, I simply exist to share. In this episode, we'll dive into love and fear to commemorate the month of February, although airing a dollar short and a day late, still just as important of a conversation. And the conversation will surround unconditional love, expectations, and the mysteries of self-love. Thank you for joining us and inviting us into your home. We'll dive right into part one. What is love? Love is actually already there within you. It is you. You just don't realize it until someone shows you and brings it out. But even when they do, they still are not the source you are. No matter what your word is, God, Goddess, Allah, Yahweh, Spirit, Source, Gaia. If someone asks you what your higher power is all about, the answer is usually always the same, divine love. My Almighty vibrates and is responsible for the highest forms of love. That is what they are, just pure love. So if the Almighty Source is love, it stands to reason the universe is just made on love and created to function on love. And all the aspects unfolding from this love, like space, time, planets, dirt, mountains, human beings, we're all just aspects of the divine, so all aspects of love. So love is already within you. It is all you are, and you actually don't need a person to tap into it. A person just helps us realize what's already there. So it doesn't truly matter if they are only with us for a short time, a loved one, a spouse, a friend. If and when they leave, we are still capable of finding it again because it is us. I know that may sound a little silly, almost like I'm saying people are expendable when it comes to love, but that's not what I'm saying. And there's actually something freeing in what I'm saying, knowing that all this time, all the love you've ever experienced was actually you. And even now is you channeling out of you. How empowering and freeing to say, wow, I am an amazing love. Look at what I can channel. It's not them, it's me. And, and they're doing the same thing. So for them, it's not me, it's them. And wow, how beautiful we are on our own. I can give that love to anything, anyone, anywhere. Look at what I can do. That's empowering. Some of my students know I listen to love songs all the time. And I have the ecstasy of joy always in my life, like someone who is in love. 
I have no partner, but I act in love because I am in love. I am love. And I do not need another person to feel that. I only enjoy expressing with another person. I'll say that again, but differently. I do not need another person to feel love. I only enjoy expressing love with another person. Notice how I didn't say express love for another person or to another person. That's going to be a big importance later in our discussion. I move to part two. What is fear? By definition, fear is a feeling of anxiety concerning the outcome of something or feeling a likelihood of something unwelcome happening. If this is fear, then I'm going to suggest that expectations are the way we express our fears. Some say judgments, crudeness, anxiety, the list could go on. But in truth, all of those judgments, crudeness, anxiety, all of those actually stem from expectations. You have judgments because of an expectation. You have crudeness because of a judgment, which is from an expectation. You get anxiety because of an expectation. And our expectations are there, or moreover, we put them there to protect us from our fears. The expectation that someone will be loyal protects us from infidelity. The expectation that someone will be honest protects us from betrayal. The expectation someone will give us our attention protects us from feeling unimportant. Or so we think. Because I'm going to tell you something about expectations and something about your external world. Control is an illusion. And unless we're talking about the mind and internal world, it is not something that is possible. Because you will never have control. You weren't born with control, you don't have control now, and you will never have control. So you will never be able to protect yourself from your fears. And you're not meant to be protected from them. You're, you're meant to shed them, to sh transcend them. But that's another episode. Expectations cause so much suffering and keep us from so many wonderful things. They really need to be thrown out. And I'm waiting for that revelation in mankind. Expectations cause anxiety to achieve and anxiety upon failure. Expectations cause judgments against ourselves and others. And if you would just abandon your expectations, you would live such a richer life. 
And I'm not talking about values. I'm not talking about abandoning your values. They are something very different, and we'll get into that later. I'm talking about throwing away your beliefs that someone should or will achieve something because that is not your authority. So how does this relate to love? Well, because they say the opposite of love is fear. And if fear is expressed in our expectations, then the murder of love is expectations. As long as you exist in a place where love is filled with expectations for you or for another, you will never channel pure love. Because true love, pure love, unconditional love, it doesn't have an agenda or expectations. It is freely given, freely expressed, and easy to do so. Just think of what it feels like when you're first falling in love. How many shortcomings of the other person you're able to overlook. How every song sounds upbeat and happy. How every type of weather is the perfect day. You are in love. You are in that energy. Think of the way a child loves. They haven't been taught fear, so they haven't formed any expectations. They love easily and freely, even to the unkindest of beings, because they understand the vibration of love just runs through them. It is them. They don't love to receive something back. They love because it's all they know how to do. It's their truest form. They are free from judgments, free from anxieties, free from shoulds. They are in love. We can learn a lot from children in many aspects of life. As long as you have expectations and love with expectations, you will never know real love. I'll quote Adyashanti because he so beautifully says, It is easy to get compassion fatigue when our compassion has a fix-it agenda, or any other agenda for that matter. Fierce love, selfless love, has no agenda. It is simply a spontaneously flowing response without any agenda. It does not see others as essentially lacking anything, It is spontaneous love in action, compassion without separation. So expectations will fatigue your love. You will not be able to operate in pure love with an agenda, which is essentially expectations. You'll never be able to control what happens to you or what someone else does to you. So having those expectations won't protect you, nothing will. But having those expectations will keep you from experiencing the ecstasy of love. But now, I'm sure you ask, well, Samaha, 
Does that mean I'm just supposed to accept the misbehavior, maltreatment, and possibly abuse from others? And the answer to this brings me to part three, which is self-love. Self-value and self-love are very different. Self-value is all about worthiness, and it is the easiest of the two to achieve. It's full of self-confidence, self-esteem, and the positive belief you are deserving and worthy of specific desires. So the belief that you are a wonderful partner and you deserve someone just as wonderful, or the belief that you deserve a job and career that makes you happy, you deserve good things, and beliefs like, I deserve reward and recognition. When we talk about self-love, we talk about the ability to successfully give yourself everything you expect from another person. That's what self-love is. Giving yourself everything you expect from another person. Everything you'd expect in a family relationship, a friendship, a partnership, a relationship with a boss or coworker. And what is it that you expect? Do you expect validation, words of affirmation, value, approval, reward, intimacy, emotional support, prioritization? As we said, you will never be able to control what another does or does not do to you. This includes meeting your expectations. You cannot count on others to fill your cup of love because they are not you. They may not even know how to show you or give you those things in a way that you understand. You must give them to yourself. You must give yourself validation, value, approval, reward, emotional support, prioritization. And this sometimes means saying no, defending yourself, complimenting yourself, giving yourself the space and support you need, putting yourself first. Pop culture isn't lying when they say you cannot possibly love another until you love yourself. They're just lying when they try to sell you self-value as self-love because they're very different. When you find you've succeeded in self-love, you'll find there is not anything another being can give you that you cannot give yourself. we then become liberated from the need to be with someone and also begin the freedom in being with someone out of choice. Now this is where we get into values. I value human life, loyalty, compassion, intimacy, 
None of those are expectations because I'm not putting them on another to achieve and also value. I'm allowing others to have their own values. And my decision to love them is not affected by their values. But the distance in which I love them is affected by their behavior. I quote myself when I say, love everyone until they are unpleasant, in which case continue to love them from a safe distance. I always tell people the universe is like a dance or a symphony. So is love and relationships. Some dance or make music very well together. Others, not so much. Whenever there is a matter of disrespect or even to the level of abuse, unconditional love is still there in the action of continuing to love them but from a safe distance. This can mean no longer being in someone's life. This can mean no longer communicating with someone. The distance is as far as needed to be safe. And the courage to leave is already there because of the mastery of self-love. You're not with that person for something they give you that you cannot give yourself. With self-love... You are always able to leave free from fear and hesitation. With self-love, you understand you're always ready to leave the table when respect is no longer being served. So no, in unconditional love, we do not allow others to treat us with crude behavior or disrespect and justify it. In unconditional love, we are strong enough to create distance when needed. Wise enough to know our love does not end with distance. Forgiving enough that the shortcomings of others do not offer disappointment and completed enough that even alone we feel in love. I recommend you begin with yourself. The practice of making yourself whole without another person. Giving yourself everything you expect from another person. So that when you do meet someone to share in love with, your love is not dependent on them. And their love is not dependent on you. You're just two people enjoying love and the expression of love, creating wonderful music, dancing rhythmically for however long you have together. I might have handed you a lot today with self-love. But I think we're at a time where it's most important to be talking about. So to conclude, real true love is about being reckless with our giving. It's about expressing our love to every person without feeling it's something they need to earn from us. 
experiencing it in its fullest range, free from selectiveness, from expectation, from caution, from limitation, because that experience is you in your simplest, purest form. It's unnatural not to live there. It's about reconnecting to that, refinding that, and understanding that. So then perhaps others too may understand. I hope that you're helping to bring out the love in others. And I hope you'll help them remember who and what they are by doing so. And most importantly, I hope you will do all of that for yourself. So that you can do love, expression of love, without guilt and fatigue. This episode has run most true for me in my own journey. And I hope that it has served you the way the discovery has served me. Be sure to like us. Leave your thoughts in the comments, your feedback. I look forward to hearing your feedback on the subject. And you can also share us with your friends. I thank you for inviting me into your home. I wish you all well. And until next time, namaste.